to my podcast. Um, this is my fifth. Yay, my fifth. <laughs> Seems so big. Five is a huge number for me, so I'm kind of excited. And as I challenge myself with topics, I'm actually going to challenge myself with something that I I wasn't aware of for a long time until recent years, and I'm not sure if it was just because it became more of a trend or because now we are so exposed to immediate and constant contact with people that um, we feel it or more aware of it as we were before. And I'm talking about ghosting. Um, What is ghosting? According to one of those definitions on on Google, (laughs) it is the practice of ending a personal relationship with someone by suddenly and without explanation withdrawing from all communication. I mean, I find it to be really harsh. I don't know, but I'm also the kind of person who really likes to digest and talk and overanalyze and communicate feelings that I never really was, I guess, capable of ghosting another person. But have I, have I been ghosted? Um, as I said, it took me a long time to realize that I might have, and I think I have a few times. I just didn't have such a tight relationship with these people that I didn't even realize that they were kind of gone or not communicating anymore. And it's only when like an anniversary happened or something and I reached out and they didn't respond or they responded and kind of kept it that way um, and never continued the communication that I realized that we're no longer buddies <laughs> um, or, you know, you find out that they're no longer Facebook friends or stuff like that. So in a sense, I guess I've been ghosted, but I think it didn't affect me that much because again, these were not people that I had a strong relationship with that it, you know, broke my heart. It did leave me with some questions sometimes of why and why can't you just be an adult about it and communicate. But at the same time, if they weren't that important to me, maybe I wasn't that important to them that the conversation wasn't even something they wanted to get into because there was nothing to repair or the need or the interest in repairing. Um, So for the most part, it never really affected me. But then I started hearing um, from a lot of people when we start opening up this conversation because I found it just so peculiar that the people cannot either they lost their ability to talk or something that again was there and we just never really dwelled in but people started telling me about how close relationship love relationship romantic relationship friendship relationships just abruptly ended without an explanation without leaving a trace behind without the ability to connect and without the uh, interest in connecting at all. 
and how heartbreaking it is to not even know what would cause the demise of a relationship. So like everything else that has to do with relationships between people and the psychological explanation behind it that I'm always curious about. I don't know if I should have done something else in my life probably than what I'm doing because this is something that always occupies my mind is the relationships between people in general. Um, and I started asking more questions and hearing more stories. And today I posted on my Instagram story questions about ghosting and I got a lot of responses from people. Some of them shared more than the others. But for the most part, everybody that answered said that they were, they've been ghosted by others. A lot of them said mostly friendships, not romantic relationships, which is, it's an interesting thing, but it's not enough for me to kind of weigh whether this is one versus the other um, or which occurs more. And the other part that was interesting was the, the sample of people who've been ghosted and heard by it actually also ghosted other people. And there's zero judgment in this. Um, it just made me think about what would make us do that. And uh, for the most part, a lot of them said that they would have liked a closure with people because it leaves you wounded, not knowing what went down. And a few months ago, I read this article in one of those blogging um, newsletters where people share their own personal stories. And this woman was talking about how she made a friend, a friend at an, a late age, which is kind of hard to do if, if you move to a new place and you're not in your natural environment or where you grew up or where you went to high school or immigrated or whatever the case is or change your status. And she had this friend for five years that they were one of those friends that constantly were in touch, constantly involved in each other's life texts and calls and birthdays and anything you can think of and at one point in her life when she um, got pregnant after a long trial again trying to get pregnant um, she couldn't share that with her friend because by then this woman things just gotten really bad and she kind of ghosted her and just ended their relationship and I think it was that she ended the relationship somewhere around the time that this girl got married. And I guess that change of status did something to the other friend. And she just seized all communication, disconnected all social media, um, didn't reply to um, emails and blocked her on her phone. And it was just out of the blue and she didn't know what to do with herself. And she, she goes through that whole process of grief and pain that when she finally found out that she's pregnant after trying for so long and how, you know, 
her friend was so involved in that process, she couldn't even share that with her. And it was more painful to her than ending any romantic relationship she ever experienced. And she just didn't know how to deal with it. She never got closure and it took her many years to get over it. But from that sense of communication via that post, it doesn't really seem like she ever really got over it. And I can totally see how not having a closure with someone in your life that just ends a relationship without explanation can really linger and weigh on you heavily. So as I said, I, I, I got really curious about what drives people to not communicate. And I've gotten some great answers. One of them was that this other side just didn't see any reason to continue the relationship. It was too toxic for them for some reason, one or the other. And it was too much for them. And it wouldn't have fixed itself even if they spoke about it. Just, you know, either their character clashed, their idealism clashed, their beliefs crashed, clashed so much that it just... It wasn't worth the energy and it was as painful for them as to the other person, but they didn't see the need to explain it because it was a hard decision as is and that was their way to deal with it and that's what they've done. And I can somehow get the sense that in a way that makes sense for somebody if they're in a relationship that is toxic to them um, just by the sense of having that kind of relationship. The other one was where somebody just didn't love you anymore and they had no attachment to you and it was so abrupt for them and or they moved on or they found someone or they found themselves in a different place or they relocated or they found a different life and they knew that they can't continue with you and they just didn't see the need to explain it or they didn't want to hurt the other person even further because they made choices that go against the nature of the relationship or the ability of continuing the relationship that they just decided to, you know, move on and then there's the sense of fear of having to discuss such deep emotional wounds from someone or something that you feel that is too much for you to bear that you're too scared to engage in that uh, or you're not ready and for those, I can say that sometimes, some day, somewhere along the way, they, they may come around and have that closure. They just need time. So there's a lot of reason why. Um, what was interesting to me was that people who were so hurt by being ghosted 
ended up ghosting themselves. And though I understand the reasons behind why one might do that, and it's, it's very individual and in the context of the situation, it can make total sense. I find it hard to think that I can just end a relationship that I once cared for in my life without giving the respect and courtesy to the relationship and the person behind it. I'd rather be having the difficult conversation of saying, hey, we are both in two different places in our life right now and it just doesn't click anymore or we're not on the same wavelength or I'm not in the same place or I feel that we're hurting each other or we trigger each other and at the moment it just doesn't fit anymore in my life, in your life, in our shared life, and that I think it's best to just end it as painful as it is. Or if it's not painful, just end it because it doesn't work for me. And here's why, or, or I just want you to know that before I take a step back, this is where our relationship is handed or this is where it ends or i rather not have communication with you now there are times when you have this conversation and somebody's so pushy and, and and obsessive and they won't let it go so in that point i guess blocking and whatever else other methods that somebody needs to do to disconnect uh, would probably work but at that point it's a reactive decision instead of an assumption, I guess. So, the, so that, that whole thing baffled me. In my mind, if it's not something that is critical or an abusive situation or really painful experience, I feel like we need to step away from the screen and behind the screen and from the inability to communicate in person that we've kind of developed along the years. And I, and I say that a lot to my children because I see how they can get easily sucked into that kind of methodity of thinking and reacting and communicating via texts and social media and blocking each other. They're literally doing it now. They would chat and have an argument and they will just start in, within a group of people to block each other. And I just like, why? Why can't you get on the call with this girl and say, hey, what you just said in this setting was very, very painful for me. I do not feel like I deserve this or I do not want to be treated that way I wouldn't treat you that way you know if we want to stay friends this is how we should work it out and if you don't and, and I'm not that important to you that you want to invest in this then it's okay let's just move on but there's no reason to just block each other you know 
or ignore each other's existence as if we're not here because we are here and we have feelings and we do matter and our existence matter and it did matter to you up to that point and that's the part that I think I'm having the hardest time is that at one point that relationship meant something it doesn't mean that it has to stay forever but I would assume respecting it and and what it gave us is something that we, we would want to cherish. That's how I feel about divorce. That's how I feel about breakups. That I, that's how I feel about my friends. So I think if anybody ghosted me or would ghost me or will ghost me in my future, it would be very hard for me to accept that our relationship meant anything at some point because if they've been close to me they would know that I'm not one to go to sleep angry for the most times hopefully not many times and I like to resolve things as they occur and sometimes it's too much for people and sometimes they don't get it and sometimes they need time but I don't believe that not communicating at all, at all is a healthy relationship with anybody. And especially with someone who is very open about their feelings. But at the same time, I'm not everyone. <laughs> As a friend just got me this cool shirt that says, I'm not for everyone, but I am for some. And for some, I'm a lot. Um, and they are to me so if we're already in each other's life i would argue that communicating an ending of any relationship or reshifting it or restructuring it is something that i would hope both parties would value so yeah i mean wow this is this has been a long-winded monologue <laughs> about a subject that I technically don't know about. I did, throughout exploring this, remember a situation where someone was honest with me about our relationship at a certain time in our lives that I actually truly appreciated. And it was a friend who was trying really hard to get pregnant and suffered few miscarriages and at a time I was this like free spirit hippie and I was like I'm not even trying to get pregnant and when I do I will just do it and I didn't really think about it and then one day I decided oh we should try to get pregnant and literally a month later we were and that was very 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 painful for my friend at a time and I was very careful as well about letting her know. It took me a while to, to tell her that I was pregnant. Even when I did, I, I was almost apologetic about how fast it happened and how well it was going because I knew that there's a lot of pain attached to that story and, and experience. And it's... I think at one point when I was like eight months pregnant or right around the corner from delivery, 
she had sent me an email and I, and I read it the other day and I don't know how I came across it, but she did. And she said, I really want to be happy for you and I really want to support you and I really want to be there when your child is born. But I am honestly incapable of doing that. I just experienced a third miscarriage after what seemed like the longest period that everything went well and was very, it was very, we were very hopeful and it looked really good and it just happened and I'm not able, I'm not capable of holding any space for you and your happiness, but I also don't want to make you feel bad about it. So I ask you to respect my need to disconnect. And it was really painful and I was crying. I remember I was very hormonal and obviously emotional and I was, I was crying less about the fact that she can't be there for me, more about the fact that she couldn't experience what I was experiencing and knowing how much she wanted it. And I sent her back this very thoughtful reply, fully understanding where she is. And a year later, she was pregnant and she gave birth to twins and she moved back home and she has a beautiful life. We're not friends, not because there was any animosity, it just life happened and, you know, we, we live in two different countries. But I always remember how, how much I appreciated her vulnerability and honesty and transparency because she could have easily just ghosted me but she didn't and it took a lot from her and of her to come to me and open up and and say how she feels and why she feels the way she does and she really didn't have to but she did and I forever, forever will be grateful for that because I think I learned a lot from her at that, at that moment. And I learned from, from her about how I want to treat and be treated going forward in all of my relationships. So, yeah, um, again, I don't know if it's a trend that is more common. I hear a lot about it in the dating world world of you know people match and then people just unmatch them or they ghost them but I don't think I give that that much weight because it's usually the beginning or it's not as evolved and I think it's really easy to just be behind the screen and just do whatever you want it's in a way there's some sort of in my mind cowardness to it at that level but when it comes to like hard core, long lasting relationships and friendships, I feel like there has to be a little bit more effort into how we manage the, uh, the dissolution of one, especially if it was something that was very meaningful. Um, a dear friend of mine was over a few months ago and 
I've I've known her for about 17 years, and ever since I know I knew her, I I've I've known about this friend of hers, who was like a sister. She was her best friend, I think from like middle school or high school. They've been friends for years. Everything was done together. They constantly spent time together. They lived in two opposite sides of the world, but they always been in each other's life. It was just this beautiful attachment and friendship and sisterhood. And it's like I never knew one without the other. And the, a few months ago when she was over, I asked her about this girl and she was like, no, she ghosted me. I was like, what do you mean? Like, and we're talking about friendships of like 25, 30 years. And she said, she just disappeared from my life. And when I had my child, she had a child about two and a half years ago. She wasn't even there. And all I wanted was to share that with her. When her child was born, I was by her. I bought her gifts. I brought her things. I came to visit. I spoke to her daily and just something happened. And she never, she never really wanted to connect and talk about it. My friend was still visiting back home and seeing her parents spending time with her parents. Her parents met her daughter, yet this woman haven't even met her, my friend's daughter. And it was so heartbreaking to hear that because it just didn't add up. It didn't make sense. And it was painful on, a, almost like death painful because you're grieving a long time relationship with someone that was an intricate part of your life, of your daily routine, of your, your important milestones of everything within you. And they were just gone and they wouldn't say why. She disconnected her from Facebook and everything else. She stopped following her and stopped answering messages. And that's where it ended. So, I don't know what the point of this podcast is, like all of my other ones, other than sharing my processing of information and how it relates to me. It doesn't apply to everybody and it's, we're not all the same. And again, every situation has its own context that applies but I do hope that if you try to choose what seems at a time is the easy way out um, to maybe think for a second of how that will affect the other person and try to remember what connected you with the other person and then think about how you would feel if you were in their shoes and then operate from there. It sometimes seems like the easy way out is just to cut ties. But one day you wake up and you have all these regrets building up. You might see a picture of them or they're friends with somebody you knew and you see where they've um, ended up or something in your memories kind of brought that up and you think about how 
at the time, maybe ego or selfishness played a part. Again, it does not apply to other complicated situations where there's abuse or triggers or anything like that. Sometimes, I guess, it's just called for. But for the most part, we're just afraid of intimacy and conversation. And, um, and I think we need to remember that there's a human and feelings and hearts behind it a story and a decision. So I um, think I will end with that. Again, I want to thank Ivan for his beautiful melodies and guitar playing and for allowing me to use his work. And I want to thank everybody that have supported me with this new venture. I, I used to have dreams about being on radio, having a podcast without a specific subject, and so broad it could be, I guess, difficult to share or to keep people around to listen to. But those that have, and it doesn't matter how many they are, and I'm not even tracking it, but those who have DM'd me or said that they subscribe to it or they're waiting for the next one, your words really encourage me to keep going and exploring. And these subjects, as broad as they are or not as um, titled and structured as other podcasts, I guess, and the fact that I don't have guests on this and it's just me talking <laughs> they contribute to my self-healing a lot because I like to practice what I preach I hope I'm not preaching um, I like to share my experiences and I like to learn from others so the conversation even though listening to me it's not really two-sided the conversations that follow after really make me think about the impact that we have by sharing our stories and feelings and that I learned so much from every single person who has ever interacted with me especially since this podcast started so I thank you very, 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 very much for being here. And I hope you continue listening. And if there's anything that you want me to touch, any subject that is interesting to you, you can DM me, you can leave a review, you can do whatever, um, however you want to contact me. I am on Instagram and it's DoorDoorNYC. It's DoorDoorNYC for all of the podcasts platforms, whether it's Apple, um, Spotify, Anchor, Google, etc. So thank you. Have a good day.